Bar Media. You are listening to an episode of The Local, a show about all things local, hosted by Charlene Comerford and Justin April. Oh, we're going. <laughs> episode number 66. That was the wrong button. It was? No. Not. Doing I don't know. I'm short. Episodes. I'm not yeah, used to seeing this thing that tall. <laughs> You're not used to seeing anything this tall. I know. Um, welcome to the local podcast. Tonight's uh, episode is going to be mayor versus mayor, kind of. Yeah, it's full house. Like the old mayor versus the team of the new mayor. You think so? Well, kind of. Whoop, whoop. Because we've got Angela here with, yeah. uh, we're going to roast Mike Schmitz as yeah. he heads out. And then we're going to talk about all of the Saliba family, Mark Saliba and his family, and everything they do for the community. All the drama? Yes. We'll dig in there. We'll yeah, we're going to skeletons. find a whole backstory about the right. Salibas, and we're going to go through all of the skeletons in the closets. I better get a chair. <laughs> all right, so Angela, tell us what's happening with the Roast and Toast. Well, this is a new event for Dothan. As far as I know, this has never been done. And who better than to for us to roast and toast than outgoing Mayor Mike Schmitz? Um, the we're gonna have to put you two in the separate you, right. I guess. Um, <laughs> but it's gonna be uh, coming up soon, uh, Thursday, September the fourteenth, okay. at, at the Dothan Civic Center, and uh, we're selling tables for a wonderful meal provided by Faye Jacobs, and the Moonlighters will be playing. And uh, you can get tables and uh, for our company, or you can get individual seating there on the tables, uh, or you can also get balcony seating, which the, is sold at the Civic Center, and that's just for the program. That's not the meal or any of the pre-program stuff. When uh, who's doing the roasting? We have five. Like a comedy central roast. Yeah, you're, of you're, our mayor. <laughs> you remember? That be worth going. Now, Charlene, yeah. you're too young to remember, but remember the old I bet Dean, not. <laughs> the Dean Martin roast. Oh yeah, and yeah. all the what? So it's kind of a takeoff on that. So he's and he's opened himself up to be able to to take all of this roasting. Mm. So our roasters are um, the incoming mayor, Mark Saliba. Okay. So he gets his jab right right off the bat. <laughs> Um, Mark Culver, County Commission Chair. Okay. Judge Rose Gordon, which any of those people that know Judge Gordon, it's going yes. to be hilarious. I mean, whatever comes in her mind comes out of her mouth. So <laughs> she is going to be a hoot. Yeah. Y'all couldn't get Amos Newsom. I don't think Mr. Newsom was available. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and then uh, Bob Woodall is going to roast the mayor. And then the mayor's son, Schmitty, mm-hmm. is going to be one. So there are five roasters. They'll have a slight um, opportunity to give some jabs oh, yeah. and all. And then we've got some really fun things. We've uh, been shooting some of the videos today. So there are several people out there that are doing video toast. Oh, that's incredible. But they've really mm-hmm. kind of turned into more than just a toast. But um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Go into a great cause. The Saliba Family Services mm-hmm. Center is the recipient of the, of the benefit. And uh, it's just going to be a great evening. That sounds like fun. Yeah. And that's what the mayor said. He said, you know, I just want this to be fun. This is... You know, my last hoorah, he takes in's office in September and will go on to his um, city school chairman oh, yeah. position. So he um, he just wants it to be fun and everybody have a good time and it, at his expense. So It's really incredible that we have Mike Schmitz leaving and Mark Saliba coming in because they're both such fun-loving dudes. Like, exactly. Mm-hmm. And community-centered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're Very. all about 
like local economy all about doing everything that I tell everybody to do is do everything locally and except they're the mayor well, yeah, it's, they're, they're a little more authoritative. You're but, trying to just boss anybody. Well, you're right. They do have a little bit more authority. Yeah, only on paper, though. <laughs> <laughs> only where it counts. But it was funny because the mayor said, you know, I want this to be a fun evening. I want everybody to enjoy it, but I do want the last word. There you go. I, man, I bet he's going to be firing. He's, he's Yeah, he's, he's going to get the last word, so it should be a fun, fun evening. That's going to be awesome. When Now, when is it again, and how do people get tickets? Uh, Thursday, September the 14th, okay. and if they want tickets for the balcony seating only, which does not include the dinner, they can go online to the Dothan Civic Center box office and get tickets there or at the Civic Center box office. Uh, if they want tables, I still I have only about 15 left, and they're going really fast. We can only have a certain amount on the table. It will be a full arena. Um, they can call me at 596-2352. Awesome. I can't wait for that. I want It's going to be fun. I'm probably going to end up there. Yeah. I want to watch that. It's going to be fun. I love a good roast. We should get a table. You yes. should. How does that work? Definitely. <laughs> I sign. You, you just let me know you want a table. I'll send you an invoice. You pay it, and I'll send you tickets. <laughs> Wait, you gotta pay it first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> well, we might could put together a payment plan. There I don't you go. know. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve ninety nine a month. To go to the, to the I mean, I don't have a, even have a toast. chair right now. <laughs> But the good thing, like you said, it is community-minded, and it's—I mean, so many people love the mayor. He's done such a great job Absolutely. with so many organizations, mm-hmm. and then for it to benefit the Saliba Service Center yeah. is just icing on the cake, you know. So, um, and it's going to be a big fundraiser for them. They—it's um, um, a great opportunity to put some money because you know these organizations are always looking for funding. Oh yeah, grants are being cut, you know, funding right and left's being cut, and. For the city to come in and mm-hmm. do something like this and to be able to provide for their own organizations is really a great call. Absolutely. So. Awesome stuff. Pretty so, fun. Angela, great throw over to the Salupa Center. So, let's talk now to Debbie, Jason, and Columns. You guys say hey. Yeah, hey. Hi. Good evening. Yeah. Jason and I have watched Ozark, so we're all caught up. With our <laughs> I'm so close. I'm like episode <laughs> yeah. six. I know. Um, yeah. Six or seven, somewhere in there. Yeah. It's just okay. starting to heat up right yeah. around there. It's, it's, getting, it's getting hot. Yes. Yeah. Right so now, the Ozark. references, right? Huh? We need to throw in those Ozark references. That's sure. Right. Yeah. Or okay. we can just talk about what happened Game of Thrones Sunday. And oh, oh, no. Is everybody caught no, up? I, I'm not caught up. Don't, don't go there. I'm not so fully caught up, but it was good. I love the way they ended it. You know, I thought that was awesome. <laughs> it was good. You're not supposed to say anything, Jason, right now. Dude, how is it like... Over 500 days. What do you mean? I can't be on the podcast? Well, no. I just thought you were going to say something about Game of Thrones. I am. I'm mad. I just stopped you before you wrecked it. No, I'm just saying (laughs) how absurd it is that it's over 500 days until (laughs) the next episode comes out. Oh, yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, it's like 2019. Yes, They said a year and a half. No. That's insanity. Mm -hmm. But every episode is going to be like an hour and a half. I wish that I had like spread out watching them. Yeah. That's, I keep looking at all these things and it's like, HBO, get it for one month free. Like every YouTube video has got that weird ad. And I was like, mm-hmm. just wait until the end of Game of Thrones and hit it up and just take a month off yeah. work. And then, then mm-hmm. watch yeah, you can watch that, Sopranos, like all the Eastbound and Down you can stomach. <laughs> Anything. Yes. Right, so HBO. How did, how did the Saliba crazy community service how did all of this start what is the history behind it does anybody know yeah so 
back in 94 is when we became 1994. Yeah. I think it were, you know, a whole different Not 18. time. Not 18. You looked at me when you said 1894. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take that personal. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a group of people that, wow. that wanted to bring a community organization, a family service center, um, to our area, and it was headed up by um, Alfred Saliba, and he got a group of people together. Um, did some research as to what kind of things that we would need to uh, have in the community, and they just made it happen. And so we've been here s since then, and actually we were the first family service center in Alabama, and now there are over 15, I believe. Uh, close to that, yeah. Um, and, and they use us as, as a model to make sure that they're providing community services throughout those communities. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, it, you can't do anything really in town without running into a Saliba that's partly organized it. Sure. Whether it's mm -hmm. theater yeah. or construction, uh, construction real estate, anything, real estate mm -hmm. anything it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. So what, what are the different organizations underneath the Saliba Center that you guys do? Well, we actually have two locations in relation to the Saliba Center. We have those over at the Lafayette Street site, which is the Young Junior High School. They've been there the entire time. We have an intake department. Do you want me to just list all of them or go into detail yeah, just, as each one of them? Are you, it's your show. Okay. Um, we'll start with the intake. I'll start with the intake because basically when you come on premises, that's the first place you go. If you're not sure what you're supposed to do, what you go, security right. guards say, oh, okay. Maybe this is a better way to start. Who would be coming to the center? Like, what, what person, what position would I be in that I would single mom most having a hard time getting a job yes I mean, most of our consumers are really in a sense on the low income side okay those who aren't working those who are past the working age but are struggling financially while medication wise or those that's just even young ones that just dropped out of high school we're really and all need about a GED. prevention. Mm. So all right. of our programs focus on that prevention before you get to a crisis. Okay. So mm -hmm. you, you get in a, a crisis and then you are maybe at Bradford Health or something like that. Right. Um, and so all of our programs kind of focus on the before that happens, what can we do? And we have programs that, that are from birth, actually pregnancy, um, yeah. through, through older age as well that it, they'll, they'll – we just, whoever wants to come to us, there is a program for you to help keep you from getting into that crisis situation. Okay. So tell me about, like, if I was pregnant and came, what, what services would I get done? Well, that would probably be Early Head Start. Okay. So um, Early Head Start is a program that serves zero or pregnant uh, ladies um, until age three. And that is a, um, a program that there are two different sides. There's a center-based and then there's home care as well mm -hmm. so um, maybe you needed some help with um, child care okay well now we have a child care place that you can go to okay um, and maybe you are not ready to go to child care so there's the home side where you have a home visitor that comes to you once a week and they teach the children and they teach the parents how to use the materials that they're using in the center so that all the kids are ready to move on okay. and the really great thing about early head start is that it's giving a great educational start to these children, but also they automatically get placed into the Head Start program. So they have this education that's starting from the very beginning, and it's continuous because you go to Head Start, and then you go to kindergarten, and then you go into the rest of your schooling. Well, that's awesome. So you're so, getting, like, socialized out of the gate. Yes. And, well. Yes, and yes, they get some well. parenting mm -hmm. tips as well with early Head Start um, 
in addition to um, maybe the home the the people that are going into the homes that program maybe you need some transportation to get to your doctor's appointments and things like that mm-hmm. well they provide that for you oh that's nice yeah because they are all about the uh, the checkups making sure the children's are getting the children are getting the checkups um, as well as the the parents um, to make sure that they're getting them there. So there's not a reason that a child yeah. is not ready. I like that you almost said children's again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is the hippie program? So the hippie program is the program um, that I run, um, and we are hippie stands for Home Instruction for Parents of Preschool Youngsters, and we are a home visiting program. Um, and we partner with parents to prepare their children, talk about those P's okay. from before, um, to get them ready for school. So we focus on that age of three to five. Okay. So if a child maybe um, did not get into Head Start, there's not enough slots, or mm-hmm. preschool's really expensive, or maybe you're just not ready to send your child to school, we provide educational activities for those families to be able to still get them ready um, for school. So we come out once a week, we spend some time with the families, we teach the parents how to do the curriculum with the children, um, and then it's just a, a cycle. We go the school year, so we go from Labor Day um, all the way through Memorial Day. Do you, do you find that a lot of parents nowadays are not doing pre-K, that kind of... We, uh, we do have quite a few parents who are not sending their children to preschool or to the first-class pre-Ks that are in Alabama. Um, it's hard because space is so limited. Like, space is limited, and preschool is so and then it gets expensive, expensive when you privatize it's really it. Expensive. Yes. So um, we do have a variety of families. Um, we are not income based. Anybody who is in the um, is in Coffee, Dale, Geneva, Henry, or Houston counties that have three and four year old children, mm-hmm. or even if it's a grandparent who has the children during the day, we will work with them. We come straight to your home to make sure that they're getting what they need. That's awesome. Yeah, and all the materials are provided too. So. It's a win-win for yeah, everybody. Why wouldn't you take advantage of that? No kidding. My wife's a preschool teacher at Kelly Springs. Ah, oh, in the first started. class pre-K. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great program. It is like number one in the nation for pre-K programs. Good. I feel like well, she can be a part of it. Yes. And I can by proxy be a part of it. <laughs> I feel like this next program was for your mom. Was it like it's unruly the, kids. What I'm reading so project? far it says Parent Project. The Parent Project is a 10-week program designed for parents having trouble with their strong-willed or out-of-control adolescents. <laughs> so that was you. Sounds like you, Justin. Yeah. I feel like I was in control. They just didn't like where it was, I was controlling things, too. So tell us about the Parent Project. Well, like you were saying, it is a 10-week program. And initially, when I started with the company, it was just those that were referred from the court system. Because like for of real trouble. For real trouble. They got went to court for a truancy. You get that for... chin speci- petition against them? <laughs> I know all that yeah. lingo. I've been in and out of that system for years. So it really was for you, yeah. Yeah. Um, what we do with the Parent Project, and most of the parents don't typically want to attend because once they've come there, they realize, well, my child made the choice. My child made that mistake. Yeah. But we're trying to teach the parents at the same time that you're the role model. Yeah, you you're gotta- the person that they look to for their actions and how they live their life. Usually. Usually. With today's social media, it's a lot harder, and that's where we've changed our program, or the authors have changed it because they've had this program for over 20 years. The whole program is based off of issues and stuff that they've heard from parents Mm -hmm. through all the years, and that's why it's recently changed to meet the actual needs today. 
the social media is just so rampant. Oh, yeah. When you have to deal with bullying at school when we were kids. Yeah. I mean, it was just a person. Yeah. Some dudes Nowadays, now you got dudes just like ripping you apart. You're trying to do homework. Yeah, you can't get away. Yeah. You can't get away. Yeah, and not only is it just between you, you and the person that's bullying you on social media, everybody's, yeah, everybody's involved watching. in it now. So it's a lot tougher for parents today. Yeah. But what we teach them is ways to show them love. We start the groundwork of love and affection. Yeah. Have you told your child you love them today? I love oh, them. so important. We're not related. <laughs> <laughs> love is universal. <laughs> yes. And then we build from that. We go through drugs and alcohol, gangs, you know, just social media, TV, internet, everything that kids get involved in today that take up their time versus family time. And that's the basis is going back to the family, sitting down and having meals together, turning the TV off and doing an activity, going for a walk, things like that, but also doing it in a structured way so the discipline is there without being so negative at yeah. the same time. Mm-hmm. It's hard trying to put that stern foot down and not come off like a jerk. Like, right. I was raised by a stepfather and my mother. And so, like, I obviously was a strong-willed, still am, like, just going to do what I want whenever, which is mm-hmm. why I work for myself, <laughs> I think. Um, but he would be like, do this. And I'd be like, okay. And he'd be like, no, you did not respond to me correctly. And then just turned into this weird, mm-hmm. just negative vibe in the whole house. And so I was just never trying to be home. So I'd just find any reason to just go get into whatever. And if you're bored... You're going to do dumb stuff to entertain yourself. <laughs> yes. Especially yes. as like a 12 to 15 year old dude. Like, Especially if you're with your friends. Yeah. Watch and you this. all do the same <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. And also with, yes. with parent projects, see, she, has, she deals with the parents. And what makes it so amazing about this particular program that she runs is that in another room you have the children. Yeah. So, you know, because I taught this class for a little over a year, and with the children, you have children who are now lost within themselves. Because if you remember, as we was growing up, there's a state, so I call them dumb years. And when you're coming up during the dumb years or the rebellious years, oh, yeah. you tend to lash out at the very thing that loves you the yeah, most. The only thing. You know what I mean? At that point. And so you get these children where all of your all of their lives you told them what they could not do, what they could not say, or where they could not go. Instead of now being they got hair underneath their arms and their voice gets deep. They feel as if they can do it. Yeah. And we I believe we all are here as parents, so we know how it is to raise teenagers or children. That's what. So they react out in such a way. Like in some of these classrooms, you have children or teenagers who even lash back out at their mother. You know what I mean? So in there, we, um, right now it's another gentleman in there teaching this particular class. But the goal is to try to get them to understand themselves and to see themselves for who they are and who they need to grow into. And to realize that their parents are not the enemy. Their teachers are not the enemy. You know what I mean? The law is not the enemy. So in this particular room, they get a chance to also vent safely. And a lot of times I've learned over the years is that all a person needs to do is to be heard. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a big key component that we go over with the parents, active listening. And Don't I've, just ask your child, how was your day, and then go wash the dishes. Or, uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Sit, stop, look. Make eye contact yeah. with them. What's wrong? No. Yeah. Yes. I think a lot of times, too, I find this with my two when they were younger, it's, and even today, um, they want to know that they're still loved. Exactly. They're yes. like cattle. They're going to keep testing the fence and mm-hmm. make sure you're watching and see if they can get out. Right. Like, you know, and 
Um, and it, sometimes it's like um, with Abby, she goes away to school. So when she comes home, you know, she's only 17, but she thinks she's an adult. Mm-hmm. You know, she, mm-hmm. she takes care of herself. She does all her stuff. So when she comes home, we kind of bump heads, and it's like she wants me to get on to her to remind her that I'm still mom. This is still how we do things. You know, they want that love, and they're, they're going to get your attention however they can. Oh, one of the things I love about the Salida Center is with our programs, uh, especially the three that we've already talked about, is that it's not just one person that we are working with the family so mm, hippies right. working with the children and the parents early yes. head start the same same thing with parent project positive action mm. because you can't make a change in a family if you're not working with the family as a whole yes. right it's not yes. a situation where the parent can just drop the kid off and be right. like well you better be better when you get out mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. right that's awesome Ooh, like the alta carriers <laughs> I'm telling you, I've been through all of it, ladies. Yeah. All right, now tell me about this career designs for youth, because I'm all about um, kids working and figuring out what they're going to do. Because my big thing with um, 16, 17 is most of life's decisions and your future really come down to your 17th year. I mean, if mm-hmm. you think about it. All the windows are open, and then depending upon how you do your SATs, your uh, ACTs, if you get in trouble, if you're involved in something, windows to start, you know, shutting, and it's like all these decisions come down to a 17-year-old, and that's the mm-hmm. one year of their whole life where they don't want to make any decisions. Yeah. They certainly mm-hmm. don't like their parents. They just want to be spring breakers from September to May. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all they want to do. If we could all um, talk to that 17-year-old version of ourselves. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> The worst. Yeah, I'm still that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just so, got it together. Yeah, did you? A whole other well, lifetime ago. Well, the Crew Designs yeah. for Youth is our GED program okay. that we have, and we're partnered with Wallace. So we've got two classrooms on site that Wallace sends instructors out there, and they actually teach the various people that come in. And it's between the ages of 18 and 24. And they've got different morning, afternoon, and evening times they can come. Our instructor even goes out to Wallace itself for the people that are in the program and helps them. And it just helps encourage them, give them that support and motivation they need to complete their GED. So when they want to give up, they've got somebody that's being their cheerleader. Yeah. Yes. Because you need that. Is that a good and thing for like those kids that just hate school? I mean, just some kids just hate it. That's true. Well... This is mainly for those that are just, they're done already and out of school. But they they could have dropped out. So that's why they didn't graduate. Well, obviously, if they're getting their GED. But they're they're people who have dropped out of school, but now are thinking, now that light bulb goes off of, oh. What am I supposed to do? Some even that had life issues that took them out. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we deal with the majority. We deal with the community. We deal with the parts of the community that no one else wants to deal with. You see what I'm saying? Even yeah. our location is, is is a beautiful location because it's in walking distance to all of these yeah. neighborhoods. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so we get all of those people, and, and we're like a beacon of hope. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's what we are, and that's how we see ourselves, and that's how we operate because that's how they see us. And we, um, I, I met somebody yesterday through something that I was doing, and they went through the CDY program, the Career Designs for Youth, because that's what fit their needs at that time. And now they're coming back and going to be a part of Hippie because mm-hmm. now they have children that yeah. are right. three and four. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, yeah. I mean, it's something that you might not be with us the entire your entire life, but you can drop in 
whatever sure. your All need the is. Time. So, so with the um, CDY, do you teach them like how to do an interview, how to dress for an interview? No, they of? just teach them the courses in school, like your math, your English, your science. Some history stuff. One other history <laughs> to pass the GED. Okay. I but mean, we, we offer tutoring as well for free okay. for them, so it helps them. But they're struggling. There's a tutor there to help you get past that and to pass those tests. And this past year, they actually had 23 GEDs out of this program. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's right. It was from my what I heard is the highest in the state mm-hmm. out of these kind of programs. But also at the same time, I will interject this, that the people who run this department, they do speak life as far as interviews. I've heard Steve um, counseling them on the side all Mm -hmm. the time. Um, The one, the coordinator who runs this program, he tries his best to instill all of the lifestyle skills of of all consumers that a consumer might be missing. He tries to speak that life into them because, you know, like I said, we are on the grassroots of our community. We deal with those type of people, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I've heard the consume, um, the coordinators speak that way to them. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times you know. it goes from just like not understanding what's going on within whatever curriculum mm-hmm. and having it explained to you where it's something you can relate to. Yeah. Like I ran into that a ton when I was Me going too. through college. And yeah, like I needed to know, like, is this crazy math not like you be nonsense is that yeah, yeah. are you am i, I actually use this or not am i yeah. me- trying to measure a fictitious wavelength or amperage <laughs> on whatever like well it actually it's just a bunch of stuff that you don't use mm-hmm. but i mean you gotta figure out a way to get through it yes and and with that without giving up too they they want you to see past just getting your ged yes. Yes. so they right. do go on tours of colleges mm-hmm. whether it's um, yes. two-year That's colleges true. or yes. universities so mm-hmm. that they can see mm-hmm. you have other choices yeah. you can keep going expanding their, their meant expanding their territory in thought mm-hmm. as well as in vision for who they are you know what i mean and that's There's what so Center does as a whole right and I, I think a lot of kids in, in those situations, they don't know. Their parents didn't, maybe their parents exactly. didn't finish high school. Mm-hmm. Their grandparents mm-hmm. didn't finish high school. Like, they're in a whole community of people that underachieve. Oh, yeah. Underachieve. And they may not want to. And that's mm-hmm. awesome. Breaking the cycle's great. hard. So yes. any any way that we can help that, mm-hmm. we want to. And that's what the Saliba Center is all about. That's the ticket, man. Y'all are doing some incredible stuff. Like Super cool. So, how is that place funded besides the roast? Grants. I we are funded through grants. So, uh, each department, like just to run the hippie department, that's three separate grants. Mm-hmm. Uh, some are local, some are from state departments. But uh, then we also have other grants that run the other departments. But it is 100% grant funded, which is where you always hold your breath, yeah. cross your fingers, <laughs> you write the it's, best grant you can, and hope there's still money. It's crazy, though, because like, a lot of grant funded programs that's where you find the people that are just the best at stretching a dollar or running on a shoestring yeah. budget oh yeah because <laughs> coupons for sure yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's yes. not extra money for things no, no. so um now that it's gonna be you know um or mike schmitz's head now what do you guys see happening or what do you project happening for dothan that would be different than what we already have uh, well, one of the, the new one of the programs that we have that um, that Mark Saliba is really behind is the Camp Hire program, mm-hmm. and that you had asked earlier if yeah. CDY did um, job training skills, and that's that's where our Camp Hire program fits in. And I'm going to throw that to one of you over there, <laughs> who's over on that side. Camp Hire is a four week boot camp. 
pretty much literally you're there monday through friday starting at nine o'clock every morning okay and they go monday through thursday nine to four friday who, who eight to going? twelve what age all ages anybody any age 17 and older okay they do have to be at least 17 you know for coming in our last class we just had we had a 54 year old mm -hmm. that graduated from the class that's awesome yes. and they yes. go through a very rigorous Job. in your face yes. Job learning training. training well a lot of it's job skills training and some of it is first facing your own fears yes breaking down your own barriers you so that have, you can learn is there like a box of spiders you guys bring no. out or <laughs> we got some awesome facilitators that do it it's two of them it's a man and a woman that that just get in your face mm -hmm. they take that's no excuses yes. they, All, that's also yes. see, one of the first mm -hmm. criteria is that you always have to come Groomed as if you're coming for a job that day. There's a dress code. Tie, shirt, pants, and and, and you know presentable. Right. So when you come in, you have to they, they train you on how to approach a person. Hands out, speaking, eye contact, right. eye contact, shake your hand firmly, introduce yourself. Yeah. Always introduce mm -hmm. yourself. Um, always wait to be seated. All of the proper protocol, protocol and standards that's that's needed for when you meet somebody or when you come in for a job interview. All the job interview skills, and a lot of times people have problems speaking openly. So that's another thing that they challenge the person to overcome within themselves. So in essence, what boot camp does is it builds a person from the inside out. Yeah. It shatters that defeated image of them and helps them to be the man and the woman that they really supposed to be. And like she mentioned, the, the, the coordinators that run that, um, that particular program, they really confront them. They bring it out of them. And a lot of times, people need that. That firm hand, mm -hmm. that that hard hug, yeah. or that stern word mm -hmm. to make them stand up, yeah. to straighten their back. Because like she said, they're 17-year-old or older. And a lot of times, there's older men and women there who just need to be encouraged. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's all about comfort and confidence, really. Like, yeah. Yeah. that's You can get farther like on that. Yes. that yeah. 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 I mean... I mean, they learn how to, to the write public. resumes and do applications. Just because you went to, you went yeah. to high school does not mean that you know how to get through an interview. Right. Yeah. Does not know. I mean, does not mean that you know how to dress for one, mm -hmm. how to act during one, Let's do how right to here. Get a job, <laughs> how to act at work. Right, and mm -hmm. keep and keep and the keep job. Acting yes. correctly. And then, so we've got our the camp hire program, but then we also have our um, our. Why have I lost the words? Our, our career center. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like where's she going? No, that was a little bit different. Okay. Um, the career center is also somebody who's uh, is a department that's going to help you with finding jobs, uh, honing in on some of those skills that you might need mm -hmm. for jobs, writing your resume. Maybe yes. you don't need the full boot camp yeah. experience. You just need a little bit of help, or mm -hmm. maybe you've done the boot camp and now you additionally need some yeah. help just with with fine tuning some other things. So yeah. we do have um, that program, and both of those fall underneath. What I think that we'll see changes in Dothan just with workforce development and making yeah. sure that yes. not only do we have people um, to work, but we have people who are ready to work. Wow. And that's and part of the camp hires, they teach them how to interview. Yes. We don't just put you through this class, teach you how to do a resume and application, say, okay, here, go find a job. We actually do an in house mock interview. Yes. With then, real companies. Yes. Well, that's with the employees first. Mm -hmm. Then a week later, we bring in different companies. Yeah. Their HR departments mm -hmm. or their directors, they'll come in and sit and do interviews as well. Now, some of the people actually get hired from these yeah. interviews as well. This last yes. class that we had, we had 20 people graduate. 14 of them got hired 
prior to graduation yep. just from those mock interviews oh, they did. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, and that's because of the employers in town really believe in the program, and they saw something in each one of these people in those interviews. Yeah, and I had the honor of doing a few mock interviews, and and instructions is to make it rigorous. Yeah, make them sweat uh, sweat a little bit. Yes, Yes. and that's what we did. And Mm -hmm. and due to the coordinators, um, uh, I forget the gentleman's name, but Belinda Mitchell, who runs the whole. Uh, Saliba Center, you know, Jim she, Hartnett. Jim Hartnett, yes. <laughs> Them two collectively is what made this last class one of the best classes ever. So you ask the question, what is it that the new mayor is going to do? He's going to help strengthen the inner city so that the inner city can then become part of the bigger city, yeah. that this city can then reach out and change the other cities in our surrounding areas. That's what he's, I believe that's what he's based on, strengthening, you know what I mean, the people of Dothan so that Dothan can mm-hmm. then be strong again. Mm-hmm. Are there any places that harbor the entrepreneurial spirit where they, like, somebody comes in, they're like, hey, I've got this business idea, and they show them how you can go through the process of getting SBA back loan or yeah, that's anything like that? Point. We had, um, when I lived in Montgomery, more. we had, <laughs> through their chamber, <laughs> they had a program where you could go, I think it was like every Tuesday for 12 weeks, I think. And okay. I would actually it was before I lived in Montgomery. I would leave Dothan, drive up there every Tuesday, and go to these entrepreneurial classes wow. where they'd be like, "Yeah, this is how you work a budget. This is how." Yeah, whatever. that's really important yeah. when yeah. you're trying to start it's something absolutely. new. Yeah. I still have no idea how that works. <laughs> so, well, we have um, uh, the Mixin Business Center is a small business incubator, mm-hmm. and so that's perfect for the person who's trying to to start a business. There's office space. There's a interior office space mm-hmm. that you can rent out, or you can rent out an entire suite in a plaza. Um, to start yeah. your business. Now they partner with the chamber um, and other areas to bring um, uh, these trainings, and mm-hmm. I believe that they do them once a month, where you can get more information about things like that, starting your business, what kind of things that you need to go through, what is the city going to ask you mm-hmm. for, what kind of loans can you get, yeah. and uh, other financing uh, options for you. So um, while, while the, the Mix and Business Center exists as our only income generator, the income goes straight back into the buildings and maintaining the yeah, buildings. absolutely. So it, it's not really a funding stream for us. Oh, yeah. Um, but I believe you've been over yeah, there. Yeah, we had a... Our, mailing address was there for years probably wow. three-ish yeah about mm. three years yeah i think the virtual tenant is one of the best yeah, things it's so <laughs> easy like, for my company as well yeah <laughs> yeah what's a virtual tenant you basically just rent a mailbox and yeah. it's i mean i don't even know what a mailbox at the post office with like a p.o box would call forty dollars is it 40 bucks yeah, i think it's 40 45 dollars that's yeah. crazy no. but i mean i just like the idea of people being there and so I'd walk in and be like, hey, what's up? And you build relationships that way. Like, yes. I'm more interested in building relationships than I am mm-hmm. trying to make a million dollars. But the money helps. It doesn't hurt. But, <laughs> but building a relationship gets that money. That's yeah. Right. And not only that, but you just yeah. learn everything. Yeah. You just learn from just about every interaction if you look at it yeah. correctly. And within and, city limits, you you can't have a business at home without having an actual that's right. yeah. uh, address somewhere else, which is where those virtual so, tenants really come in. Yeah. Because maybe you have a, a cleaning company or a car care company, mm-hmm. so you're traveling around, yeah. but you can't have your home office be at home. Mm-hmm. You have to have an address. So it's perfect for that. And then if you need a little bit of office space, you're just starting out, then uh, you run an office and then you have... Uh, a receptionist you has oh, phone internet nice. you've got a copy machine mm-hmm. you've got a conference room that you can use whenever we've got a lobby an informal mm-hmm. conference room and a formal board 
room uh, lobby area for anybody who's coming in so it's great and if you need something bigger maybe you start off small and want a single office and then you move into a larger in in the plaza where you mm-hmm. have a couple offices that are all of your own does subway still open is that still an amenity it's not there anymore no. we now have to get out. in our we now have to get in our car <laughs> to go eat <laughs> it's terrible no but if anybody would like to rent the old subway we would love uh tropical smoothie to move in oh uh what else Pots Deli. yeah yeah you'd have lots of business all the early head start family guidance mm. hippie we'd all be there now i'm just day. thinking about like why they didn't make it over there and i know it's probably because of the parking scenario uh, I don't know. Murder. It was when always. When I went, I was parked in the back, so yeah, I never see, had a I problem. Just, I just walk through that little alleyway yeah, and go just through the alley there. That's it, because there is parking. Yeah. It's just that you don't see it from the yeah, front. Yeah, you don't realize yeah. it. But I would love another food establishment that I could eat breakfast <laughs> right? and lunch at. <laughs> How about a business that's trying to start up something and make sandwiches or something like that? Well, yeah, that, that would make be. some business center just like gulp it up and. Then I, I don't know. <laughs> write some grants. Y'all have writer's cramps. Listen to every idea I had. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's definitely a great idea. Yeah, and they could make me lattes in the morning. Right. <laughs> I'm moving back over there. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes. Well, you guys are fantastic. So one more time, Angela, tell us about the roast. And then you guys tell us how to get involved. We still have one more program. Yes. Our Work Plus program. Ah. Sorry. No, that's okay. I mean, he came all the way out here. He's been great at This is our newest program, too. (laughs) Well, um, Tell us about the Work Plus. Come on, Jason. Yes, ma'am. The Work Plus program is what we deal with as far as um, the state of Alabama and now community DHR. Uh, We're dealing with a criteria of what society calls deadbeat dads. And we get these men or deadbeat moms, you know what I mean? So we get them all in, we get them in this classroom, they're court appointed. And what we do is we teach them, you know, you can't teach nobody uh, to pay child support. Either a person wants to pay it or they're not. But what it is, it's it's three three of us, well, it's actually four of us, we're a four-man crew. Um, We have two who goes to the courts to to get the people to come into the classes. And I teach the classes. Um, I hold... Uh, Mondays and Wednesdays we have closed class from 10, 9.30 to 11. Tuesdays and Thursdays we hold class from 5.30 to 7. And what I do is I teach them lifestyle skills. Um, I give them um, stand, remind them of standards and morals. Yeah. Things that we forget once we get of age. And the, most of the people that we deal with are, are dealing with people who are, whose life has happened to them. Yeah. Release, relationships have been broken. Um, promises lost. You know what I mean? These type of scenarios. They don't have faith. They don't have faith. Nothing. You know what I mean? And that's where they see themselves or how they see themselves. So now, and most of the times you're dealing with adults who didn't grow up with the father, so they pass that down yeah. like, like it's part of a heritage. And so what I try to try to do, and I believe I've been, by grace, been we've been successful there and the Saliba Center with it, um, is changing their lives or even how they view themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, our, since we've been... Um, since we've been in operation, like last month alone, we raised over seventeen thousand dollars. So almost towards so, towards what collecting of of, child, of child, child support. support. Oh wow! In one month, we've broken that record from your classmates from or your from our program yeah. as a whole. You know what I mean? In one month, we've collected that. Um, to date of this year, and and our um our grant year isn't over yet, and we almost had a hundred thousand dollars. 
So we, 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 just like everybody at the Saliba Center, we always seek to set a goal, but to surpass that yeah. in how we affect the community. And here at, um, for what we do there, we provide employment readiness. Like, for instance, last, last I call them semesters, and they're three-week programs. Um, last semester, I had seven men, and all seven got a job through our career center. Yeah. We all work together. Um, one gentleman even got a $16 an hour management job at one of our local establishments mm-hmm. within the town. So what we do is we're trying to build families. Yeah. We're trying to repair relationships between uh, a separation of a mother and a father mm-hmm. towards the child. And this way, these people can now get back in the child's life through mm-hmm. the payment of child support, heal a co-parent, heal themselves, so we can raise whole children because yeah. that's how we need to change our community. Get and back that quality. Yeah, and, that's what and we if they do, do so successful, then our parent project just can yeah. go to another yeah. city because we won't need it anymore. Right? Every single Everything. cycle. And yeah. it, yeah. if, it, if it works the way it's supposed to, then the next generation will be better. Exactly. And the next one I Correct. Will be better. Correct. And given those skills. And so it's kind of turning around all this negativity that's happened. Exactly. And that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing at the Saliba Center. We're changing lives one person at a time. Because if you can change one person's life, that person will then go out and affect at least one effect. other in the community. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. Yeah. That's what we do. Actually, and that's read, what we're going to be successful at. I just read at. this fact yesterday. One person meets in their lifetime 10,000 people. Exactly. Right? So the, if you think yeah. about that. If not more. And if you're depending on their trying platform. to be positive yeah. and affect them and help people you know then those 10,000 people meet another exactly. 10,000 right. each mm. and it just that's like think about that everybody better. that Bob Woodall meets in his day to day, and that dude, no matter what, is the most positive he thinking. Like he always, never had a problem, always has an opportunity, <laughs> and he will tell you he's like, I don't have any problems, man. I have opportunities, <laughs> and he's been he's been like instrumental in helping me in my business, just being a friend of mine. Yeah, like, yeah. dudes like that Surround are incredible. Call Bob. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's a free plug. We'll get an ad. That's why we go through bad times, negative things, being broke, not being, you know, that knowledge is is power. You know, and to teach someone else how to avoid that. Not only that, but just let other step in it. How to get out of it. Let people know that they're not the only one. It happens to everybody. And and point out those positive qualities that they have. And I think that's something we do. We build on people's strengths. Yeah. Not just where they're so focused on their negative. Yeah. Yeah. Let me show you something. I I got this this one thing where I tap into them, right? Tap into them. It get real intimate, right? It get real thick in the air. I build it up. And I got a mirror. You know what I mean? And I put this mirror in and I put it to them in authority. When, he, when I, It's big. So when I come with it, I put it on the floor and they go, boom. And guess who they faced with? Themselves. And a lot of times, grown adults can't face themselves. Mm-hmm. They see themselves mm-hmm. other than how we would view. When like yeah. you would view uh, such and such as such a good person, but then they can't look at themselves in their face because they don't see themselves yeah. as a good mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and that's wow. the type, that's how you reach a person. See who you are. And that's how you change circumstances or help them to change their own circumstances. And then luckily, blessed as we are at the Saliba Center, we have resources to help them. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. That's all about boosting that quality of life and making people enjoy literally everything they can possibly enjoy. Sure. And if we don't don't offer that service, we will 
help find you that sure. service with, throughout exactly. Dothan. Right. That we have great community partners. We would just want to make sure that we are helping people, that we are not competing with anybody else. That's right. We want to make sure that yeah. that that person gets what they need, yeah. whether we can help them or yeah. somebody else. Right. Best resource of a city is its citizens. Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. How does um, if somebody's listening, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, well, they can go to our website, which is salibacenter.org, um, or they can call down to our offices. Uh, the, our side over here on Main Street, which is 545 West Main Street, is 836-0217. Debbie, what's your number on Lafayette? On 301 West Lafayette Street, our number is 712-1542, or you can even find us on Facebook. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Absolutely. And so, one more time with the roast. Yes, and this just makes me even more excited to be a part of this organization because of the great things. I mean, you know, this is just a a great organization. And like you said, you know, if the citizens of Dothan and the community are not supporting these organizations, it's their own fault. Yeah. Because there's so much help that can be done out there. And simply by attending a fun event like this, they can help so many. Absolutely. So, and such a unique event. Yes. It is. It's it a one-of-a-kind. It's never been done. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, starting out at the top with Mayor Schmitz. And uh, we're going to roast and toast him on Thursday, September the 14th at the Civic Center. Tables are $100 for an individual seat or at 800 for the table. Or there's just balcony seating at $15 and uh, $20 a day of the event. And it all benefits the Alfred Saliba family. Family Services Center. Such a great cause. Um, I'm so glad that he gets to rebuttal everything. He gets to like stand up for himself <laughs> yeah. at the end. And, and Mike Schmidt gets gonna the last word. He may have a whole list of jokes that he's going to have with them. Oh, you know he's going to get up there and like yeah. drop that Santa scroll? Yeah. Yeah. We may have to get a hook and pull him oh off. Stage, That'd be amazing. <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys coming out. Yes, thank you so oh, thank much. You. It was thank great. You. Thanks awesome. for having us. Y'all have a great night. All right, you thank too. You. If you're interested in having your story featured on the local podcast, hit us up at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com or give us a shout on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the local podcast.